Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Dallas Death Discussion for another Monday night. It is June 11th, 2018. Here we are. We're almost halfway through June, and it just won't be too awful long, and we're going to have the 4th of July. Uh, I think that's, what, uh, three weeks from tomorrow or Wednesday? I think it's uh, three weeks from Wednesday is the 4th of July. So, uh, you know, Firecracker Day will be here before we all know it. And depending on what's happening right now in Singapore... Maybe that will create a much bigger firecracker day. I don't know. Uh, Hopefully, things are going very well. Uh, uh, Donald Trump Jr., or I should say Donald Trump, not Donald Trump Jr., but Donald Trump and uh, uh, Rocket Man are meeting right now. They just started meeting about six minutes ago, and it ought to be very, very interesting to uh, see what comes out of that. Uh, hopefully it's good. Uh, I hope for the sake of everybody in the world, for the people of North Korea and lots of other people, people of South Korea and everything, that uh, something good can come out of that that uh, hasn't occurred in 50 years plus. So we'll uh, just have to wait and see. But uh, I do want to welcome everybody to the call tonight. I do expect it to be a smaller group of people. It is summer. We're in June. The kids are definitely out of school all over the country. So there's people that are going to be busy doing other things, uh, going on vacation or, you know, down at the lake or whatever they're doing. Uh, Around here, it's a good time to be at the lake because it's been hot. I think it has been around a lot of the country, but uh, definitely has been here in Dallas and uh, uh, hopefully we're going to get a little relief <clears throat> starting next week. Uh, we may have some, actually have some rain coming in and some lower temperatures, uh, temperatures near normal instead of 10 to 13 degrees above normal, which they've been for almost a month. So we'll see what happens. But uh, anyway, what you hear on this call is discussion. That's why it's called Dallas Step Discussion. It's uh, not a legal advice call by any stretch of the imagination. We don't know what legal advice is. That's something that lawyers give. They get paid well for it. They go to school. They run up great, big educational loans to go to law school. And I guess they got to charge a lot of money so they can pay off their their student loans. But uh, we don't give legal advice here. We couldn't if we wanted to. If my life depended on it, I'd be dead because I don't know what it is and I can't give it. So if that's what you're looking for, you're in the wrong spot. But if you are here to learn, that's what we're here for. We're here to uh, bring people together as a community again and have people learn to help each other, learn from each other, from our experiences, our studies, that we can convey information to other people. 
<clears throat> and that's what John and Terry and myself do on this call. John and Terry are the other moderators. We're all litigators in federal court. Uh, we all have a pretty substantial amount of experience litigating in federal court, variants of it, various issues, uh, various things that we've done, but we all have experience there. We've done a lot of study, and we have firsthand experience. That doesn't mean we're experts. doesn't mean we know it all by any stretch of the imagination. So uh, if you're expecting we know it all, well, you're wrong. That's not going to happen. If we know the answer to a question that somebody has, we're, we'll gladly answer that question to the best of our ability. If we don't know the answer, we'll tell you we don't know the answer to that, but uh, you know, you might go here or there or this place or that place to find the good, proper information to answer your question because there's plenty of bad information that's out here on the Internet. Unfortunately, there's lots of people that have good intentions that don't understand how to interpret statutes. They don't understand how to interpret case law. They don't understand the hierarchy of the courts. So they get confused and say, oh, yeah, well, you know, the Credit River decision, that's, that's the best thing in the world. You can use that in any case you want. Well, no, you can't. So, um, and the, the Credit River decision, for anybody that's curious why I brought that up, is that was Credit River, Minnesota, where a court ruled that the banks create money out of thin air. And it was regarding a foreclosure, and the guy that was at trial won. And six weeks later, the judge who made the decision was dead. There's a little message there. Uh, but the big thing is, you can't use that decision because it was a low-level magistrate court. And I remember when I first came upon it and I didn't understand the hierarchy of the courts, I thought, oh my God, this is great. This is fantastic. This You can use this case law in foreclosure cases. And they're like, well... No, that's not the way it works. So, see, there's lots of things like this that, especially when somebody is new, they don't understand. Uh, it sounds good. People can make things sound good. People make the administrative processes sound good. Uh, but the administrative processes don't work. We don't entertain those. And uh, it's, it's just a case of you have to understand more of how the system works a hierarchy of the courts. So that's what we try and do here. We try and help people understand how to do things the right way so that you can get a good result. And we try and caution people when we see them going down a road that we know firsthand uh, is the wrong road, like with the administrative processes. Uh, Terry and I, uh, Jesse also, uh, we know people that either have been or still are in federal prison as a result of using the administrative processes because they don't work. They may be right, but they're against public policy. And we always got to remember, those guys have the guns and the jails. So whenever we get into any of the administrative process discussion, somebody brings it up, which it does happen from time to time, 
we make a point of trying to caution people that that's something that you don't want to do. Uh, you know, it's everybody is their own boss, but if you want to go down that road, you are taking on a very substantial amount of risk that you may end up have some end up having some major problems with law enforcement and the judiciary and the prison system. We know people that have either been there or are there currently as a result of that. So, you know, we encourage people to be careful with that. And, uh, you know, when you first come in contact with it, I, I will be the first to say, oh, it sounds really good. And they'll explain it and say, oh, yeah, this is this is exactly what you can do. And this is what the law says. They'll show you stuff in the statutes and everything else. Well, there's a few pieces of the puzzle that are missing when those people make some of those explanations. And, uh, of course, some of some of those people don't understand those pieces that are missing. They refuse to want to recognize it. Or maybe they just don't know it. But the bottom line is uh, you can end up in a whole heap of trouble if you try and go down that road. Uh, and it doesn't matter whether you know, you're know you just oblivious to it, you didn't know it, you, you weren't trying to get something over on somebody, you thought it was the right way to do things, well... That doesn't matter when the uh, gavel comes down and says uh, 20 years in federal prison. That's not going to be too much fun. So anyway, we try not to go there. Now I'm I'm kind of curious. I I do have a chart up on uh, my trading computer tonight. I'm curious to see what kind of reactions might be coming uh, just in the. Uh, markets, the night trading in the futures markets because of what's going on with uh, the uh, summit in Singapore. And coming right up until uh, 8 o'clock central time, which is when they were scheduled to meet, the uh, futures were down a ways. They went down and now all of a sudden they've made a bit of a pop to the upside. And uh, they're just basically unchanged for the night. So it, it'll be interesting to see what uh, what things look like when there's any comments made later on. But uh, we always start our calls out with good news, and the reason we do that is very simple. We want to hear about good things that are happening with people. It doesn't matter what it is. You know, maybe you uh, you got a settlement check. Maybe uh, you have something going on with a, a case where there was a, a good outcome on a, on a ruling or something. Uh, it, it doesn't matter. Good news is good news. Uh, we hear enough of the bad stuff. All you got to do is uh, take a look at the internet in most places, or and the main, <laughs> the big thing is turn on mainstream media, and you'll get plenty of bad news. So we want to hear about the good things. So if anybody has any good news for us tonight, all you have to do is speak up. You do not have to raise your hand. So if anybody's got any good news, let's hear it. Mm. Quiet. Well, like I said, we've got a smaller uh, number of people on the call, at least right now, uh, which is expected this time of the year. We've been doing this for uh, nine years, and that's always the way it works. Uh, the only good news I have at this point in time uh, that I can speak about is uh, I did send a demand for validation out on the 29th of May. I got a 
threatening email from a debt collection company up in Minnesota, of all places. And you know, they mentioned my they mentioned me by name in their automated message they left on my voicemail and said I only had two days to resolve the matter or it was going to be turned over. <clears throat> but I never received a verification letter. They never sent me a letter within five but, days. But Dave, I get on what? Well, that's a good question. I have no idea. So um, they identified themselves. You know, they said this is an attempt to collect a debt and so on and so forth. They gave uh, a uh, account number and everything. So I looked them up on the internet and I got their uh, address, found out who they, you know, where they were and all that, and I sent them a debt validation letter at the end of last week. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens. We'll get that back. They're already on the hook for an FDCPA. Yeah. violation because they uh, they didn't send the uh, five day verification letter out so because they're, they're idiots well the way they're operating their business they are because I'm guessing that somebody did some skip tracing stuff and they're looking for a, a different David Mack but I don't know that well, yeah exactly I well yeah. that's obvious because you don't have any debts yeah well uh, I mean who knows? I don't, you know, you got to be careful making assumptions, as we've said so many times on these calls. You have to be careful when you make assumptions. So you try, you got to be careful on, on how you speak about things. And uh, I'm assuming they were looking for someone else, but they had my name. They specifically said, you know, if this is not David Mack, you you should hang up. You can't listen to this call and this kind of stuff. And I was like, well, wait a minute, you called my phone line. I can listen to whatever I want, you know. Except it didn't say if you're not the correct David Mack, you can't hear this call. Yeah, well, you know, who knows if I'm the correct one or not, right? But, uh, you know, to determine that, what do you do? Somebody threatens you, you send them a validation demand. and That's right. Please validate this alleged debt that you're saying, I owe account number 11350, whatever the last numbers were. So, you know, that's just uh, another thing. I'll, it'll be interesting to see if I get anything back. But I'll, I'll wait about uh, uh, probably two to three weeks for that to get up to Minnesota. And, um, you know, I'll keep track of it and see when they get it. I'll give them a, a couple weeks to respond. And then I'll send them my notice of intent to sue and see if they want to just cut me a check or whether they want to do it the hard way. So... Um, it's, you know, it's just following through on what we learn, what we teach people. You know, I'm just standing up for my rights. When I have somebody that uh, contacts me and threatens me over the phone and violates my rights, uh, they don't send me a, a verification letter if they're trying to collect a debt. That's a violation of the FDCPA. Well, I'm going to hold them accountable. And the court says... That's up to a thousand dollars, so we'll see. We'll see whether and and the business was uh, incorporated in uh, 2015, so it's not a real old business. It's a newer debt collection company, so I think it's somebody that's probably got their head up their posterior end and is trying to make the quick buck and uh, doesn't know how to comply with the FDCPA. So maybe they'll have to learn the hard way. So, 
with that said, uh, is there's been several more people that joined the call. I'm going to ask again if anybody has any uh, good news. If you do, speak up. Let's hear it. Well, I'm mostly unpacked. <laughs> well, that's good. Oh, I do have one other bit of good news. But I haven't touched the outside yet either. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. That's another whole story. Yeah, I, I almost forgot. Um, I, I just put my elbow down on, on the desk, and I remembered. Uh, I had this situation that occurred a few weeks ago where I woke up on a Monday morning, and my left elbow was very, very swollen and incredibly sensitive to the touch, very, very painful, and I have still to this day have no idea what brought it on. But the pain seemed to subside, but I've had this big uh, swollen area out on the point of my elbow. It is going down, and in the last four or five days, it's really diminished, and it's almost gone. So finally, whatever it was, it's diminishing it went away. Right when yours got better, I slammed my funny bone into the top of one of my captain's chairs. It wasn't funny. No, but, that's never <laughs> funny. You know, I don't, I, for the life of me, I don't know why they call uh, why they named that the funny bone. I know that's the dumbest thing. But uh, Sue just sent me something that just cracks me up. She lives on a street called Ship Lane. You know, with a P, Ship uh-huh. Lane. Yeah. She got a letter from the IRS addressed to Shit Lane. <laughs> well, what can I say? It's the Infernal Revenue Service. Yeah. that's Boy, she needs to save that envelope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One never knows. One never knows. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, let's see if anybody's got any questions for us tonight. Uh, if anybody has got any questions uh, or comments they want to make, star eight is how you put yourself in the queue to ask a question or make a comment. Uh, you know, we're, we're here to help people and answer questions and uh, have some discussion on things. So that's what we do, and, uh, you know, if we don't have as many people on the call and we don't have people needing information and stuff, we will wrap up the call early because we're not here to just uh, make noise and take up phone lines. So we will go to Northeast Texas. I've got to mute you and unmute you to get out of, get you out of the queue. Go ahead with your question. Yes. Um, we. I was served... Um, on May the 30th, and we filed... Served with what? Um, I'm sorry. Uh, in uh, small claims court, JP court, for debt, for a credit card debt. Okay. Okay. Um, we filed a motion for enlargement of time, which was denied. Um Said the judge said that he denied that we had to file the answer first, and then he would uh, grant discovery immediately after the answer. Would grant a continuance to give more time after the answer is filed. So that's the good part. He will file. He will agree He'll give to you that extra later. Time, right? Yes. Um, okay. 
one question. I was served on May the 30th, and the uh, service has still not been returned, the return of service from the server. Is, is there a certain length of time that that usually happens? Well, don't worry about don't don't get yourself involved with with the service has been returned. It's a matter of when you were served. Right. You know right. you know when you were served, so um oh, yes. even even if they the, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. You have so many days in Texas to answer and it's not a long time. Right. So you you don't want to get involved in oh well when when it gets back to there whenever it gets back there it gets back there what you need to be concerned with is how much time uh, goes past since you were served and make sure you get your answer in before your time elapses because if you don't then they can just put in a motion for default judgment because you failed to answer. Yes, we don't want that. <laughs> no, you don't want that. In filing the answer, they provide a form for like a general denial. We need to do a sworn denial, right? You, you would that would be the well, preference. Well, a sworn de- a sworn denial. There's a a example of that in the website. Yes, I, I found that. Yes. Okay. All right. But that's that's not your answer. Okay. Your answer is going to be, you know, you have the caption of of the case. You know what I mean by the caption of the case, the heading, you know, yes. such and such a court and all that. Okay. Yes. Uh, all right. Um, there, you, there should be examples in the website in the beating credit card section that shows uh, how to write out a uh, answer where you just, you know, as to paragraph one, uh, uh, like if it says, you know, you live at you know, 119 Main Street, and that's where you live, uh, then, you know, if, if you live there, then, uh, you know, uh, you don't deny that. Uh, you you admit that you, you live there. But on the other things, everything else uh, that is related to the claims, you deny. Would this be under the sample of answer and affirmative defense? That's correct. Okay. Found that one, right? Um, so, so we would file both of those: the affirmative, the answer, and affirmative defense, and then a sworn denial. Right. You'd uh, make up the sworn denial with the uh, the uh, header on it, same header, okay. and you're going to file that in as well. And okay. then, and then there should be a dispute. Actually, that that can you can use your sworn denial as your dispute. Okay, and uh, is that the point that I haven't studied as much as I need to? I just joined uh, to file the motion to dismiss when filing the answer, or do you do that at a later time? Well, no. Once you answer, uh, you're not going to be really in a position to file a motion to dismiss. Okay, because you've already answered. Okay. Yeah, you need you need to you need to get in there and study the material in there very thoroughly. Right. So that you understand the process. Okay. Okay. On the validation, uh, does that just go to 
the, the demand for validation? Does that just go to the law firm, or does it go also to the credit card company? Uh, it's not who, a law firm. The credit who, card company is in the title of the lawsuit. Yeah, they're they're filing. Uh, who is, who is the plaintiff in the lawsuit? Capital One. Okay, Capital One is the plaintiff. All right. You can uh, what you can do is send a separate letter to Capital One, and just simply say, "Do I owe you any money?" Literally, send them a letter. Do I owe you any money? Your response is appreciated. Thank you. Signed, so and so. You send that to Capital One, but a debt validation letter you're going to send to the law firm and if and any named attorney that yes. has signed the paperwork. Okay. Yes. Like Joe Schmo at ABC Legal, you'd send a debt validation letter to ABC Legal and one to Joe Schmo. Okay, so two, one to the law firm and one to the attorney. Okay. Right. In the law firm, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, and how, how long uh, should you wait for a response? Is this well, they're 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 not. Well, you have to understand the FDCPA, and when you make a demand for validation, they don't have to respond. Okay. Okay, but see, there's a but. There's always a but. Everybody's got a but. That's right. Okay. If they don't respond, they have to stop collection. Because okay. if they continue collection and they haven't responded, they're val- they're violating the FDCPA. Okay. All right. Now, as you get started on what you're doing, uh, after you have gotten through and thoroughly studied the beating credit card section, and I do mean thoroughly studied it, you want to understand the FDCPA. Go study that section on the website as well. You need to understand the FDCPA. What creates a violation? And one of the documents you're going to want to look up in the website is the Frequently Violated FDCPA Guidelines. I've got a copy of this that's brown on the corners, dog-eared, and the staple's just about ready to get out of it. That gives you an idea how much it got used around here. Um, so you need to understand the FDCPA so you can understand when and where they violate the law so you can go after them. And then after you you have a thorough understanding of the beating credit card section, you want to start getting into the uh, taking their money section because your best defense is a good offense. Okay, and your offense is going to be a federal lawsuit against the debt collection company, the the law firm, and the attorney. They don't like getting sued. And what that does, that that becomes a bargaining chip for you. Okay. So the first thing is thoroughly... Uh, study and understand the beating credit card section. Take all the steps that are laid out. Get your answer in in a timely manner along with your uh, uh, dispute information. And then 
go and start studying the taking their money section. So she start uh, learning how to go about going after them. And by studying the FDCPA, you understand how they create violations. And, and like I said, you know, they don't have to respond to you. You can send them a validation letter. And if they ignore you and keep moving forward, they've violated the FDCPA. They're on the hook. Okay. And the... Um, I couldn't oh, understand what she said there. You got a denial. lot of background noise there. I'm sorry. Sworn denial and then... The sworn denial. And then go through and answer all of the numbered things in there that they're... Right. Well, alleged. here again, study study the beating credit card section and how to do the answer and affirmative defenses. There's examples in there. Okay. Okay, and the uh, validation letter, the one in what lies in your debt? Yeah, yeah, and there's there's two of them in there. Just use a shorter one. Okay. Shorter one. Okay. Thank you so much for your help. I appreciate it. All right, it. you're very welcome. And I know we'll be talking to you some more. We're, we're getting you started. <laughs> yes, I will. Thank you so much, you and Terry both. All righty, you're very welcome. All right. Let's go to Deck Be Gone. You are unmuted. Go ahead. Dave, Terry, good evening. This is Sharon. Well, hello, Sharon. Long time no talk. I know, I know. So I'm so I haven't been on the phone call for a long time and I'm so sorry to hear about your eye, Dave. Oh well it's my eyes. It's not just I wish it was just one, so but both it's, <laughs> it's both of them. Oh, oh, what is it? It's just uh Something temporary, or well, no, it's it's a problem I've dealt with for going on forty years. It's just become much more acute because of just all the time I've spent on the computer. I mean, I I've been in front of computer monitors now continuously, day and night, for right. oh. way too many years, and uh-huh. you know all the reading and everything. The, the problem is uh, my eyes. My eyes don't get the exercise that normal people do, like when you're out driving around a car, you're yeah. working at a job, you know, you're looking right. to the right and the left and up and down and everything. I'm, uh-huh. I, I, when you're reading on a computer, your eyes move very little. When yeah. I'm looking oh, at a chart trading, I'm, uh-huh. I'm, I'm looking at great detail on a chart to see exactly what the, the market is doing. Uh-huh. Um, the the muscles in the eye... Uh, they're like any they're like any other muscle they atrophy if they don't get oh. used oh my okay. Gosh. okay and uh you know i've done so much of this you know literally <laughs> from morning till night i mean i go out and i do my walk and stuff but the rest of the great majority of the rest of my time yeah. is uh oh. spent doing this stuff because you know I watch almost no TV. I, I you know I don't have a wife, I don't have a girlfriend where I'm off doing other things. Sure, I'm in the kitchen a little bit mm-hmm. and, and stuff, but the great majority of my time my mm-hmm. eyes are just fixed on one spot. Oh, and that wow. has just aggravated uh, mm-hmm. a problem I have the uh, the recti muscle, which is the mm-hmm. muscle that moves the that controls the left-right movement of your eyes. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. The recti muscle in my left eye is mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. tight, and it wants to keep pulling that 
that uh, I out to the left, which creates a constant strain. Oh, okay. And I mean, that's just one aspect of what I'm dealing with. But then the focusing, because the eyes don't want to work exactly together in concert with each other, that mm-hmm. creates a focusing problem, and that strains mm-hmm. other muscles, and that creates pain. So it's it's a combination of things. But that's a lot of things. That's, that's, a, that's a, a better explanation for everybody on what's going on with my eyes. But it's, it's plain and simple. I have to spend less time on the computer. Yeah. And you know, I learned when we when computers first came out, first thing I learned was every twenty minutes blink your eye a lot and look away. Don't keep looking at the computer for more than twenty minutes. So I guess that I never thought it was like serious advice. Oh yeah. Yes, well, I I started using computers in nineteen eighty one. Whoa. Mm-hmm. So I'm, you know, um, thirty seven years. Wow. And in the last. 20 years, mm-hmm. I've spent the, the majority of my life focusing very closely on computer screen, whether mm-hmm. I was reading legal documents, typing, or uh, trading. So it's been, uh, it's been a combination of things, but it's, you know, that's, that's what the, the problem is. You know, and I had a couple of people reach out and email to me to make mm-hmm. suggestions so they, you know, they'd be happy to help me if they could, which I very much appreciate those offers. I really, really do. It's right. just that, you know, it's, it's not something that anybody else can, can, can help you with. Right? It, 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 yeah. so, it's, so it's all on me. Yeah, it's all on yeah. me. Oh gosh. So Dave, basically, I got 14 years before my eyes are going to be like your eyes because I didn't start using computers until '95. Yeah. Well. <laughs> well, no, Terry, your your eyes will never will never get to the point mine have because I've got tens of thousands of hours of <laughs> looking at computer screens just for trading alone. Forget right. the legal work. Just just the trading alone. Yeah, that would have stressed your eye a lot, the charts and stuff like that. Oh, gosh. Yeah, people don't realize that screen flickers mm-hmm. thousands of times a second. And you can't see it, but it is, and that is really hard on the eyes. It, it is hard on the eyes, but the the biggest thing for me is, see, I... I developed this muscle problem in my early 30s. Well, I'll be 71 next month. So, you know, I've been dealing with this muscle problem uh, to a ever greater degree for almost 40 years. It's just that it's gotten to a much more critical point now. And, and, you know, it's because I've pushed it. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's... you know my own doing, so to speak. It doesn't mean that it doesn't, you know, that it feels good or anything else. It is what it is. So I, I'm, it, I'm at the point in my life where I have to make some adjustments. I have to make mm-hmm. some changes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have no choice because wow. it, it. This is incredibly painful. The other night I woke up in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember, I think I'm wanting to say it was Saturday night. I don't remember Friday night or Saturday night. I woke up in the middle of the night. I didn't even open my eyes. And mm-hmm. my eyes just really hurt. I mean, they really hurt. In the middle of the night, you know, I, I don't know what time it was. I had been asleep, but I woke up mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, my God, just quit, would you please? Yeah. So I, I hadn't even been looking at anything and straining them. And, mm-hmm. you know, but that's part of what I'm dealing with. So um, it, it's I'm the only one that can 
resolve the problem. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not a lack of vitamins. I take specific vitamins for my eyes, uh, Mm -hmm. as well as other vitamins and stuff, too. But, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, it's it's just, you know, if I could take about a six-year vacation with no computers, it would probably help. But that's not going to happen. Ay, ay, ay. What about cold packs and ice packs and hot packs? Um, I don't know. I just, uh, oh, you know, I'm, I, I'm doing. I've I've done a bunch of different exercises, and and I have I have noticed that there there are some things that as I do, as I've been doing some of these exercises mm-hmm. the last few days, um, mm-hmm. that there's there's. Actually, I, I can notice a difference from when I, certain exercises I start doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it uh, my range of vision uh, changes; it, it broadens wow. uh, from the time I start doing a particular exercise to mm-hmm. you know after mm-hmm. I've been doing it for a while. So I, I'm I'm noticing that there's some changes there now. How how that's going to affect things longer term, uh, mm-hmm. whether it's something that's just a very short-term thing where uh, I do this for a while or and it gets better. I don't know. See, I'm, I'm yeah. literally I'm in an in evaluation period here. I just mm-hmm. backed off from doing an awful lot of stuff this weekend. Mm. Uh, but the the biggest problem is it creates a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, it tires It tires me out immensely. I mean mm-hmm. immensely, and I cl- and when your eyes hurt, what what do you do? I mean, most yes, of us, right. if, you've ever, if your eyes have ever bothered you, what do you do? You close mm-hmm. them for a minute Good. or two, right? Right. Yes. Yes. Well, That's I right. close my eyes for a moment or two, and I crash. Wow. It is it is it has worn me out so much that I mm-hmm. fall asleep involuntarily, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I'll sleep for an hour, hour and a half. And I mean, it's not a you know eight or a ten or fourteen minute cat nap. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. I crash; it wears me out. Okay. And um, then you know uh, that has a tendency to disrupt things. Yeah. Well, don't feel guilty. Maybe your body needs that one hour sleep, so don't. Well, don't. yeah, but the yeah. problem is, you know, I can I can get up. Literally, I can get up. After eight mm-hmm. hours of sleep, I go out and I do my walk. I come back, and mm-hmm. I look at the computer. I, tr- I try and go through my emails, sort out mm-hmm. what I'm doing, and I and I will tell you, there's a lot of emails I'm not reading right now that I'll, mm-hmm. I see what it is. If it's uh, mm-hmm. something that's not critical, I just delete mm-hmm. it. I just I can't read everything. I just can't. Yeah, yeah. And but, you're looking at you're looking at a computer from the side, not straight on, right? That's also another good exercise. Don't read it straight on. Read it. Put it to the left of you or to the right of you, so you get that different uh, oh, angle. Well, I have I have three computer monitors. I have one in front of me, oh. one to the left, and one to the right. <laughs> See, I mean, I'm surrounded by them. That's that's one of the things too. So he's a glutton for punishment. Well, like I say, this is self-inflicted. I mean, it it, yeah. it is, but it's I. It's an I, addiction, it, so I think it's an addiction for you, right? Well, there's stuff that I want to do that, you know, Mm -hmm. that's important to me. You know, all Mm -hmm. all the stuff I've done, my trading is important to me. Uh, I've worked Mm -hmm. on that diligently for 25 years. And uh, and then all the legal stuff and everything. I mean, all you guys know, if you've done very much legal work, and Sharon, you know all too well, how much reading do you do when you're doing legal work? 
You do a lot of reading. A lot. And I only had one case, and I was, like, ready to die. (laughs) Yeah, well, believe me, I've... No, you had so many. Wow. (laughs) And I still have this stuff going on, and that that in itself is becoming an issue. So, Mm -hmm. uh, but Mm -hmm. I won't get into that at this point. But anyway... um, I'm I'm working on it. That's all I can say. I'm a, a, it's, it's better than it was last week. Last week, I just wanted to rip my eyeballs out, throw them on the ground, and step on them. Oh my goodness! Wow. I mean, but I've I've had that numerous times through the years. But last week, it it really kind of reached a crescendo. It was just incredibly painful. Well, I'll pray so. for you. I'm sorry to hear yeah. about it, and I will pray for you. And I'll go to well, thank you. Come across something that yeah. might help. All right. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And it it was really nice. Like I said, I had several people that emailed me offering help and and suggestions Mm -hmm. and stuff, and I I do appreciate uh, all those uh, Mm -hmm. uh, connections and stuff. But like I say, you know, given given what the problem is, it's not like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, you know, I'm just lacking vitamins or this or that. It's a nutritional. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. And it's not something I'm unfamiliar with. I don't understand. I'm not losing my vision. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's not like oh my vision's going away like I've got some kind of retinal problem or something like that. I mean I can mm-hmm. see it's just that if you know if your mm-hmm. eyes don't work properly together, then mm-hmm. you you have a focus problem which makes it difficult to read. That creates additional strain and stress which creates mm-hmm. pain. Right. And the pain and the stress uh, tires you out and. Mm-hmm. And yep. you go to sleep involuntarily, so mm-hmm. it's it's kind of a vicious cycle. Yeah, there's well, times I, that it's no fun. Right, it is no fun, and I always say only people who love you give you advice, and you don't <laughs> really have to take it, right? You don't oh, have yeah. to take it, but you just hear them out, and you know, just remember, people love you. Oh yeah. If they don't care and, and, about it, they will give you advice. So. Right. And and like I say, I appreciate everybody's concern and, and their offers of help and everything immensely. Uh, I really, really do. Uh, but, you know, it, it, the bottom line is the the solution lies within me. With you. Yeah. I have to – I have. I'm at the point in my life, you know, I'm not a spring chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully I got at least another 10 days or two weeks left. Mm-hmm. Uh, but – uh, it, it, the the solution lies within me. I am at the point in my life where I have to make some changes. I yeah. I don't have a choice. And I've pushed ahead. I've pushed the envelope, and the envelope finally ripped. That's, yeah. so. You're not alone. You know you can ask God for help. He will lead you. I don't know whether you believe in God, but you ask Him for help, and He probably leads you to some solution. Yeah, well, I'm not religious, very honestly, but um, I'm, like I said, the solution lies within me. It really mm-hmm. does. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's all up to me. Uh, you know, I, I'm not going to sit around and whine and complain uh, mm-hmm. and say, oh, woe was me uh, when I could be doing something about it. Right, I, right. I deal with it, and I will continue to deal with it, and I will... Uh, do the best I can because all you can do is all you can do, and all right. you can do is enough. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, yep. that's no different for me than anyone else. Right, yeah. <laughs> Dave, the strong Dave, strong as ever. Good. Good for you. Okay. Um, okay, so my my question was basically the same writing on the previous caller's question, you know, with the uh, debt validation. 
Mm-hmm. So I got a letter from Admin Recovery in uh, October, uh, November 2017. It was dated November 4th. Now the charge of date was uh, November 18, 2011. In New Jersey, we have a six-year statute of limitation. So on uh, November 18, 2017 would have been the six years, but they sent me a letter on November 4th. I uh, sent them a debt validation letter on November 20th, and the standard thing saying, you know, give me verification, don't call, stop calling me. No, you know. you give you validation, not verification. Yeah, va- validation, sorry, request for validation. So they never replied to me. In May of 2018, I got a bunch of bank statements from TD Bank directly, that was the creditor. So it says, in response to your request for information about the account, I'm like, I never even asked them, whatever. So they send me a bunch of statements and immediately, uh, and I'm thinking maybe, you know, uh, Admin Recovery, that was a company that sent me the, the letter, maybe they mailed it out because immediately after that, they started calling me, you know, like maybe I got about four calls saying, okay, we sent you the information that you needed, call us back and pay up the amount. Okay, now this is past your statute of limitations, is it not? It is, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my question was, even though they initiated it like a few days before the six years was up, uh, that doesn't make a problem, right? That doesn't make a difference. Right? They they would have to file a suit within six within the statute of limitations. Oh, oh, okay, okay, great. So it's totally past my statute of limitations. If it's past your statute of limitations, there's no legal action. They they can they can attempt to collect the debt. Mhm. Mhm. Okay. Mhm. But if you demand validation, they don't mm-hmm. provide it, and mm-hmm. they keep collecting. That's an FDCPA violation. Mhm. It doesn't How matter about- if it's past the statute of limitations or not. Right. Right. So how how about the calls also? Are those like those are the TCPA those, violations? Well, each call is an attempt to collect a debt, is it not? Right, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so each call, if they have not validated, mm-hmm. you know, if they called before they validated, or I think you said that they started calling after they sent but the, is, the is statement. Is that a validation? Is that the validation? Because they just sent statements which didn't start at zero. Okay, so well, then they didn't, va- they didn't validate the debt. Right. If and if they, they don't send you a complete accounting mm-hmm. that goes back to zero, square one, and show right. every single transaction, right. then they have not validated the debt. And neither have they shown proof that they own the debt. So it's just T Bank sent me a letter saying, you know, this is statements, a few of the statements. Yeah, well, but you know, you know, you know from everything we learn here and we talk about and we study <laughs> that mm-hmm. that's not validation. So. Right. Mm-hmm. They have uh, continued to in, to attempt to collect the debt when they haven't validated. That's a an, an violation mm-hmm. of 1692GB. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. 1692GB. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And my other question was, so I don't need to reply to them or say anything to them or even pick up the phone, right? I shouldn't bother. Uh, well, you could send them one more letter, a notice of intent to sue. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I were in your position, that's what I would do. 
and, and they would call and they would call me back and then I'd be like worried. Yeah, they'd call me back uh, to settle, right? Is that what it's, what it's going to be? I should have my suit ready already. Well, so I, I mean, you know, I, that's up to you. You know how this stuff works. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, the the bottom line is they can't they can't sue you. They're past the statute of limitations. Right. Okay, so they can't sue you. Mm-hmm. And and actually, any Dunning letter they they are required now to state in the Dunning letter that. Uh, uh, it, it, that that it is past the statute of limitations, and and they they can't sue you, but they can ask you for money. Mm, but but wait, Dave, they're also required, and a lot of them are not doing it. They're putting in there, well, it's too old, we can't sue you. But what they're not including is, if you do pay us anything, it, it restarts will the statute re- of limitations. It it will. Uh, <laughs> Re, what is that term? Reagent. Uh, reagent, and they have to tell you that too. Right now, well, you know, you you never ever say anything about, oh well, you know, uh, maybe I can pay you or I can't pay uh-huh. you right now, but I'll pay. No, you know better than to say anything like that. Right. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they. I mean, they have they have no legal legal recourse on you. They can't sue you for it. Unless you were to, you know, do something like that, which you know better. Uh, but they have, they have no defense in what they're doing, trying to collect from you on an FTCPA lawsuit. They're dead meat. Right. <laughs> okay. Good. So, so I don't even have to worry about TD Bank because then TD Bank is also out of statute, uh, past the statute of limitations. And well, yeah, it, it doesn't matter. Anybody, they they have to sue you within the statute of limitations. Uh, mm-hmm. They have to initiate the, the legal action within the statute of limitations. Okay, good. And you're and past it, that, and they haven't initiated any legal action, so, you know, they they they're, they're, they can't do that. I mean, they're out of okay. luck. I, I want to do the yippee dance right now because I already I have an attorney who's like said Sharon, just give me whatever you have, give me, I'll go after them. Oh, but, hey, so I don't well, let let the attorney it. make some money on it, and then you can yes. you can get your thousand dollars, and the attorney can get some money out of it. Right, and you know New Jersey, they don't even care. They like you know with fake affidavits and all that. I fought tooth and nail, and they still got me. It took me down, you know, with saying not. It wasn't a void judgment, so we're not bothered about the same affidavits, whatever. So, so, but this attorney said, "Don't worry, I'll do it. Don't start anything by yourself. I'll do it. You know, bring it all to me." So, yes. Well, I think I think I'd be giving him a call tomorrow. (laughs) Yes. Okay, that was good news. Great. So, uh, thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Good luck. Well, go have fun. Go get your money. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, Terry, too. Bye. Well, everybody, the the, the markets around the world right now, uh, the S&P futures just keep going back up. They're now up three points in the night trading, and that's usually a reflection. Uh, at this point in time, uh, China is open trading. Japan is open and trading in other countries, and they uh, they pushed it down coming into the uh, eight o'clock hour Central Time, and then they turned around and up they go. So everybody is, must be pretty optimistic about what's going on in Singapore, and 
uh, I, I'm optimistic. I, I hope there's something really good that's going to come out of that. And, and if there is some good things that come out of uh, the Trump uh, Rocket Man uh, meeting in Singapore, the summit, um, that'll be a wonderful thing for many millions of people. It'll be a wonderful thing for world peace. And it'll be one more nail in the coffin of the Democrats, or I, I shouldn't even so much say the Democrats, the liberal, unhinged herd in the world, and not just the United States, but the world, including people like Mr. Trudeau up in Canada and, and some others. Yes, Dick. So, okay, who else has got questions for us? If you have a question, star eight is how you put yourself in the queue. More than happy to try and answer your question for you. Um, you know, we do have a light crowd tonight, which I anticipated. So everybody's off enjoying the summertime. I wonder how many people took off on vacation this week. There must be a lot. The, uh, uh, it's been kind of interesting. We have uh, uh, summer school for a couple weeks around here after the normal school year is done. We have summer school and uh, I go, I've been going out walking early in the mornings to uh, beat, get up and before the sun gets up and beat the heat. And, uh, geez, I go out there and uh, there's about 25 or 30 kids with a lot of parents with them, you know, little little kids. I'm talking small kids with parents out there watching them at the uh, bus stop out here waiting to get on a bus a quarter to seven in the morning. So there's a, a lot of kids out there all wound up and prepared and excited to get on the school bus and go to summer school. Um, it's good that they, uh, they want to do that. It's just too bad that it's an indoctrination program instead of an education program. But uh, it is what it is. Well, you know, Terry, I don't see anybody sticking their hand up here. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to bring up uh, and discuss? No. <laughs> oh, you I'm know, doing. Uh, yeah, I, I just happen to think of something. I uh, I did take the time today, and I, I shouldn't have, but it, it was sent to me. Uh, I had a link for three videos sent to me, short videos, uh, by somebody that I only get stuff from pretty rarely, but she's she's involved in doing a lot of stuff, you know, trying to, Save our country. Uh, she's somebody local here, but uh, she sent an email. There were three video links in there, and I did take the time to watch these. They were about seven minutes, and of course, my eye, that just about wore me out. Uh, I think that's part of what sent me to my nap today. Um, <laughs> uh, but I'm going to send that email to you, Terry, uh, so that you can send those links uh, and that information out to people because what it is is it's three different leg legislators, several different legislators, Colorado, Iowa, uh, I believe West Virginia, uh, congressmen. And they talk about how Washington actually works, how what happened when they went there. And, ah. they, and they were informed of how the swamp works, and, and the title of these is, you know, Swamp 1, Swamp 2, and Swamp 3. 
And these are guys that go there to represent their constituents, and they find out yeah, I, how. I know they get their little instructional. No, uh, they don't get a little instructional. They get a big instructional, and it's exactly. right in their face. I know they do. They get told how things are going to be regardless of what they thought. Well, it's it's really, really interesting. And, and the email, um, just so everybody knows, you know, I, I don't do social media. I think most of you know that. Um, these are on Facebook, but when you go, you click on it. There's instructions, and you're going to want to, uh, Terry, when you send that out to people, if you read it, it, it says when the, fa- the Facebook window comes up, you just go down to the bottom and click not right now or something like that, and then you can watch the video. You don't have to, you know, get into Facebook. Yeah, uh, very, very, very eye-opening. Uh, I mean, this is the guys. I mean, they they miss no words. They they tell you exactly how things operate in Washington. So it's, oh, I don't uh, want to it myself. Yeah. Oh, I know you. I I was planning on sending it to you, but I I wanted to mention it that this is something really good to send out to everybody so everybody can see. What is what Donald Trump is actually dealing with in Washington? And well, you know, when, when he you, called it a swamp, he was absolutely a thousand percent right. Well, and of course. the first time the first time I heard that, I could in my mind's imagination hear a nation collectively sigh in relief to hear it called what it is. Yeah. And it's a smelly one at that. Exactly. So anyway, I, I will send that to you. But, you know, when you send your uh, email out this week and, and everybody, if if you would, I think it would be it would be good for everybody to take. Uh, there, there's three links there. There's three different videos. Uh, it'll take you about 20, 21 minutes, whatever, to uh, to look at those. But this will show you a true explanation from people that went there. To represent us, we the people, our, the country, and the people's best interest at heart, and see what they found when they got there, and what occurred, and what happens, and how the swamp actually works. It's uh, very, very interesting. So let's go back to, uh, we got a couple people that uh, popped their hands back up. Uh, we're going to go back to Sharon. You get your hand up again, young lady? Yes, I did. I did. Uh, because there weren't any questions, I just wanted to clarify. Uh, I, like, I had made a mistake in my first lawsuit, the motion to dismiss. So you said if you answer, then you cannot do the motion to dismiss, right? Well, you can, but generally that's not going to get you anywhere. Okay. So wh- why, uh, on what basis would I do a motion to dismiss if it's past the statute of limitations? And what jurisdiction? Well, they they haven't sued you. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, I'm just like bringing up the question for everybody to hear in case, you know, because like you know, people don't realize this. Oh, we have to answer, answer, answer. But really, oh, okay, okay. All right, let's let's take your situation as an example. Yeah. Okay. You know that you're past the statute of limitations. Well, let's say all of a sudden they filed a lawsuit this week. Yeah. And they served you next week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you would do a motion to dismiss. 
Mm-hmm. And your primary reason would be uh, it's past the statute of limitations. Okay. Okay. So that would be me, but the other reasons for motion to dismiss would be what, jurisdiction? Well, there there can be a variety of reasons. Uh, they failed to, uh, you know, most, most jurisdictions require a copy of a contract to be attached to the uh, petition or the, the complaint. And mm-hmm. sometimes they don't do that. That's a reason for uh, dismissal. You know, they they uh-huh. uh, they don't properly plead. They don't put. You know, they they say, oh well, you owe us money, but <laughs> they don't give any basis for it. Mm-hmm. An affidavit. Uh, yeah, affidavit, and that's good enough for New Jersey. Mm. Right. So, you know, it it depends. A motion to dismiss can be for a variety of reasons. That's why when whenever you are served with a lawsuit, you mm-hmm. you need to look at what you received. And and you know, mm-hmm. we we've talked about this so many times right. and I've I've harped on this through the years. Mm-hmm. You don't just get something, look at it and be like, Oh man, I got sued. Oh, what am I gonna do now? Well, how do I defend this? You know, you get on the uh, people get mm-hmm. on the calls, well, you know, how am I gonna defend this? Well, what did the summons say? Oh, well, you know, they just sued me and said I owe them six thousand dollars. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. When you get something in the mail, mm-hmm. read. Mm-hmm. Read every word that's in the paperwork that they sent you. If there's mm-hmm. seven pages, read seven pages very carefully mm-hmm. and think about what you are reading. Understand what you mm-hmm. are reading. One of mm-hmm. the problems we have today is people skim over things. They really mm-hmm. don't think about what it is they got. Well, I, you know, I just got sued. Well, you know, and we'll ask people a question, Terry. How many, how many thousand times mm-hmm. in the course of these years we've been on these calls have we asked somebody? You know, they say, well, I, you know, I got sued. I got a complaint. Well, what did the complaint say? Well, I don't know. I, I, I just got sued, and they want the money. Mm-hmm. How many yeah. thousand times has that happened, Terry? Oh, man, I can't even count. <laughs> yeah, there aren't enough fingers and toes of everybody in this call to count them. Exactly. Okay. The, and, and the point I'm trying to make is people glance at something. Oh, I got sued. Oh, my God, what am I going to do? They don't read. Read what it says. Well, how long have you got to respond? Well, I don't know. Well, read. It's going to tell you you've got 14 days, you've got 30 days, you've got 35 days, you've got 10 days from this date. You know, it's always going to tell you, but people don't take the time to read. Right. That's the first prerequisite when you get something. Understand what it is that you got. If you don't read it, what, you think it's just going to jump off the paper into your mind and you're going to understand it all? No. Mm -hmm. But people have that tendency to freak out. Oh, my God, oh, my God, I got sued. Oh, what do I do now? Well, you should have been studying in Jesse's website for the last Mm -hmm. six months or a year. So Mm -hmm. when this happens, it's like, oh, I know exactly what to do with this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm going to go back and just review to make sure 
but they've already learned about it. But no, they're like, oh, well, no, I'll just let things go. And, you know, mm-hmm. and then, oh, my God, deer in the headlights. Oh, what do I do now? Oh, freak out. Mm-hmm. You know, crisis time. You know, I'm behind the eight ball. Oh, I'm going to get screwed. What do I do now? Well, i got to call Dave and Terry and Jesse and see how okay. they can help me. Yeah. No, study and read. Study mm-hmm. and read. Study and read. Right. <laughs> and if you don't understand something, if you get mm-hmm. something, mm-hmm. and there's there's stuff that's in there that you don't understand, and and I mean especially for new people, mm-hmm. that they you know they're they're kind of new to this arena. Mm-hmm. If you don't understand it, then come on these calls and say, you guys, I got served with a complaint. And I read through all of the stuff, but there's this one part of it here. I'm just, I'm not sure I understand this. Can I read that to you so that you can help me understand it? That's mm-hmm. the way to do things. Right. And you know, Dave, it, you need to really pay attention to the members who come on the call that are shining examples of exactly what Dave is talking about. People like Joe in sunny South Dakota, taking on something completely foreign, and and it's completely foreign to me, but his process of learning and how he studies and he, he, he gets a grasp on something, and then he comes on the call, and he asks John the next step. And they discuss that. Then he goes and he studies and he does and he comes back the next week and he's on to the next part of it. It's a process. And we have members who demonstrate that process in the way that they come on and ask their questions. So, you know, they... They, they, and they do exactly what Dave is talking about. They're not going in there and expecting to read everything in the website or on a particular uh, subject or, or digest my webinar series on credit reports and uh, disputes and stuff and expect to just absorb all that, understand it, and learn it all in a day or even a week. Yeah, and never have a question. Right. But taking it in increments like that, especially when you know that it's completely foreign to you, it doesn't make any kind of sense to you in the beginning. And it really shouldn't because you haven't been exposed to it. They didn't teach it before. So now we have to teach ourselves. And, you know, even in school, they don't assign a whole history book in history class at once and say, here's your reading assignment for this week. We're going to have a test at the end of the week on the whole damn book. You know, even in school, they don't do that. So, you know, we have to remember what some of us have been out of school a good long while. (laughs) Yeah, you got that right. You know, and we've got to stop and remember how we learned and go back to that. Mm-hmm. And that's another I, thing they they don't teach people how to study today. No, they don't. No, they Absolutely. they just don't. 
it's like, oh, well, okay, here it is. You know, learn it. You're going to be tested next week. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> so then so. if the parents don't have good study skills, how are they even going to help the children learn? Yeah. Yep. Wow. Hmm. All right. Well, okay. does that answer your question? Yep. Yep. Okay. We'll do some more reading. <laughs> but yeah. All righty. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Let's go to Florida. You have been unmuted. Go ahead. Hey, Dave Terry. How you doing tonight? Hey, doing all right. right. Um, I'm I'm still breathing. Yeah, I was in a noisy environment the most part of the call, so I couldn't do the story, but um, I went ahead, I just wanted to ask you on um, our full file disclosure, have you, did you send out your debt validation letters to the, for the discovery thing? I have not. I basically just, I pretty much just stopped everything I've been doing for the last few days to just deal with this situation with my eyes. I, you know, I took time I went out and did some stuff outside of here and I've been I've actually <laughs> I've actually spent some time cleaning here just so I'm not at the computer. <laughs> That's good. That's so good. no, I, I have not yet, no. Well I filed my I filed well not the file. I, I mailed them all out the very next day after our phone call. Uh huh. This going on about a week over a week and a half ago. Yeah. So I haven't heard anything from anybody. I no. doubt if you would. It's they're yeah. they're going to be going, huh? What's this about? <laughs> yeah, but I was uh, just trying to read up on some of the FDCPA violations in conjunction with it. You know, like I think it was E. I'm not looking at it now, but it was like an EK, and I mean, just asking me for my HIPAA request and all this ridiculous stuff of past tax report, tax returns from 2013. Yeah. All that kind of nonsense, you know. Yeah. I'm I'm planning on getting into my stuff. Uh, I've kind of just said I I got to dig into mine and, and go through it and, and start reading all that stuff tomorrow. It's, uh, you know, I, I'd like to have more time that I, I can just not have to deal with that stuff, but you know, there's time element involved, and I have to get into it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that that kind of stuff is just—it's asinine. It, it's it's protective order time. Yeah, well, we already got a protective order in place, but well, no, 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 specific protective order regarding discovery. I'm no, not pre- I'm not talking the overall protective order. Okay. Yeah, a, a protective order to stop them from uh, going, asking those those kind of uh, uh, questions in discovery. It's it's completely off base. It's uh, it's punitive. Uh, there's there's no excuse for it whatsoever. It's not relevant to the case in any form or fashion. It's not relevant to the claims or, or uh, uh, defenses. 
But here again, I got to get in and read it. I, I just I glanced at some stuff and it's like, no, no, this you know you're off the wall asking for my tax returns. I asked for all the information in my credit file, and you're asking for medical information and tax returns or, or financial information. No, huh? That's not relevant. Let him explain that to a judge. Yeah, that's what I was planning. Like it's like they're trying to prove that we're crazy or something. Well, yeah, I don't know. I, I have no idea what what their logic is. But I haven't heard hide nor hair from anybody. I've got no discovery from anybody since. Uh-huh. It's, only been, it's only been the uh, TransUnion that sent me something, and that's about no. it. So I don't know if they're all talking about it amongst themselves. And well, we know they communicate between uh, themselves. Right. But uh, we already know that factually. But uh, yeah, I like I say, I got to get into mine tomorrow. I just uh, the the last number of days here through the weekend and stuff. I just I I just had to just put the skids to everything. Just stop what I was doing. Yeah, I'm feeling some better. I mean, you know, but still, my my issues, particularly to me, are are not resolved. They're better, but they're not resolved. In fact, they'll never be resolved. It's just how much better they're going to get as opposed to getting any worse. So that's about all I can tell you on that at the moment. All right. Well, that was all I had tonight. I just wanted to touch base with you. Anybody else has done it. I'm just letting you know I've done it. So it's out there. All righty. Yeah, well, it, right, it's, it, it's it's pretty in, uh, pretty interesting what's what's going on here. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna be jumping into that head first tomorrow morning and see how see how long it takes before I take an involuntary nap. <laughs> All right, well, I, I look forward to that. Long. All right. All right. Have a good night, guys. All right. You too. Goodbye. Okay, now just for everybody's observation, I was t- talking about market movement and stuff. The markets, they ran the futures markets up in the S&Ps, and now they've run them back down just about where they had gone, near the bottom, and they've bounced a little bit up. So, you know, it hasn't been extreme movement by any means, but uh, you figure that uh, the summit has been going for about an hour and 20 minutes. Uh, maybe they're done with the initial meeting, then they were going to, uh, I guess that was supposed to be for a fairly short period of time, and then uh, they were going to have, uh, uh, when they met initially, they were just going to have interpreters uh, along with the two of them, nobody else, and then they were going to get into some uh, other meetings with some uh, aides uh with them, I think uh, Mike Pompeo from the United States was going to be uh, coming into the picture, and possibly uh, uh, I think James Kelly. And uh, then there was going to be a couple hours of uh, discussion with things with them present, and then some other things. And then I don't know what all was going to happen from there. So you know, it's. It's interesting. I haven't seen any extreme movements in the markets, but it's too early for any any information to have leaked out uh, at this point as to whether things are going good, bad, or otherwise as far as the uh, 
summit goes, but uh, be, between that and the fact that Federal Reserve meeting starts tomorrow and ends on Wednesday, and the uh, the Fed will be raising interest rates on Wednesday. <clears throat> That's a foregone conclusion. Uh, you uh, plus you have uh, stuff going on uh, in Europe with central banks and their decisions on what they're going to be doing. So um, there's lots of things that could be affecting markets this week. It could be an interesting week. So, uh, all right, I'm going to ask one more time if there's anybody that has a question or a comment, hit star eight. It'll put you in the queue. And if we don't have anybody that throws a hand up, I think we'll just go ahead and wrap things up for tonight. It has been a a smaller group tonight, as I mentioned earlier. That's very much expected. And it is summertime. We'll, we'll, we're always here. We're always here. I haven't missed a Monday night. And uh, in fact, I just happened to think. I looked at the date. It was nine years ago. We had the first Dallas death discussion call. It was June 14th of 2009. And this is June 11th of 2018. So we are starting into our 10th year. Never missed a Monday in all those years. Yeah, and in April, it was seven years since we started on this arena. Yeah, with Jesse. Yep. Simply amazing how time flies when you're having fun. Unbelievable. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad to hear Sharon has got somebody that wants to uh, give her money. And uh, I'm just out of the blue, like I, I mentioned earlier. On uh, May 29th, I had somebody that called me up and said, I want to give you some money. I want to violate the FDCPA. Because mm-hmm. I hadn't had any new violations come around my way for quite a long time. And it was nice for somebody to drop out of the sky and say, hey, you know, could you use a little bit of vacation money? So, yeah, 1000 bucks. That'd be nice. Southwest just had some really good fares. They had fares out of Dallas for $49 each way, but they didn't do anything. Because I've got too much stuff up in the air right now. So uh, I hear you. I just want to kayak the river. I just want to get done. Well, there you go. All right. Well, I don't see any hands going up, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up for tonight. Uh, This is the busy week, guys. Uh, Tomorrow night, we're going to be on Blog Talk Radio, 8 o'clock Eastern Time, and we hope you'll join us there. Jesse will not be with us tomorrow night. He uh, has a speaking engagement. Uh, He emailed earlier today, and said he would not be available uh, for uh, the call tomorrow night. So uh, as far as I know, it'll be John, Terry, Jessica, uh, John, Terry, Larry, and uh, myself that will be on the call tomorrow night. And then uh, uh, what is all the noise? Who's making all that noise? But uh, then Can you Thursday hear me? night, I hear somebody talking, yes. Okay. Yeah, I've got a question. I just called in. Okay. You field my question? We'll we'll take your question. Okay. We're, we're early. Uh-huh. 
Well, I got uh, picked on by a debt collector. And uh, And how were you picked on? Well, they got me scheduled for a court hearing. In other words, they filed suit against you. Yes. Okay. And just looking for a little help and assistance. Well, there's be some questions. Okay. First of all, what's this in regard to? Is this a credit card or something? Yes, credit card. Okay. I defaulted on the credit card. Okay. And uh, did they send you uh, notices about that before they sued you? Did you send a demand for validation of the debt? Uh, Can you give us a little lead-up as to what you may have done to this point? Yes, they sent me notices, and I denied the debt. How did you deny the debt? Well, I sent them a notice saying, um, I'm a sovereign being. No, okay. Well, that's a problem right there. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. You're you're not going to get anywhere with the sovereign stuff because that that doesn't work. That's an administrative uh, process, and very honestly, it sounds good, but it doesn't work. They're not going to listen to it. Um, did you? Well, that's demand, what I found out. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> did you demand validation of the debt? No, what I said was the debt was not, I said there was no debt. I denied the de- the debt. So. Okay. All right, who is the plaintiff? Um, McCall and Johannes, well, debt collector no. for Citibank. Okay, well, who is the actual plaintiff in the lawsuit? The Citibank. Citibank, okay. So uh, the other one is the law firm that's representing them, right? Right. Okay. Uh, Where are you located? What state? Colorado. You're in Colorado, okay. Um, Well, first of all, you want to understand um, the the sovereign stuff, does not work, as we mentioned. Uh, that's something, there's a lot of crap floating around out in the Internet that uh, you can do that and, and that'll take care of things. Well, obviously it doesn't. Um, what you want to do is you want to send them a demand for validation. And you can find an example of the demand for validation in Jesse's website. Uh, you can... Go to knockoutcollectors.net, K-N-O-C-K, outcollectors, T-O-R-S, dot net. Okay, hang on. Let me write this down. Uh Now, that is a membership website, just so you know. Well, I just signed up for what lies in in your debt. All right. Well, that's where where that would take you, okay? Okay. All right. So... What you're going to want to do is you're going to want to go into the beating credit card section. When you get into the website over on the left-hand side there, you'll see the various sections. You no, want to wait, go to the... Hang on, hang on. Tell me again 
name of the website. Bear with me, please. Well, you said you you already joined the website, so that's that. The knockoutcollectors.net would take you there. Okay. To Jesse's site, so you go into the website. Okay, you're already a member. When you when you first get into the website, when you log in, on the left hand side, you've got your uh, links over there for the various areas in the website. Go to the beating credit cards section. And you need to study pronto quick. When, when is this hearing that you've got? It's uh, July 5th. July 5th, okay. So have you, they, they uh, when were you served? I wasn't served. I rejected the service. Well, so what do you mean? What do you mean you rejected Well, I knew what it was and. I wouldn't sign it, so I didn't sign it. And the gal threw it down on my front porch. Then you were served. Okay. Whatever date that was, that's when you got uh-huh. served. So when when was that? Do you remember? It was last week. Okay. Wednesday or something. Okay. All right, and you need to get that paperwork and you need to read through it very thoroughly. You need to read it and find out exactly what it says on when you have to respond. And then you're going to want to get into the beating credit card section of the website and study that very thoroughly because it, it gives you all the examples, documents, and, and everything in there on exactly, and the, and the procedure on how to deal with that. And this is a much more effective way than what you were trying to do because obviously, you know, you were, you were on an administrative path that doesn't work and the court doesn't pay any attention to it. They won't. You always got to remember they, they have the guns in the jails. So we learn how to use the, the courts properly. And we get far better results. Okay. So um, your your homework is you need to very carefully read the paperwork that the process server delivered to you, especially on the citation when it tells you uh, how long you have to answer. And so you know because it, it that varies by jurisdiction from state to state. Some places give you, you know, ten days, some give you fourteen, some give you thirty, thirty-five. Sometimes it's ten days from the first Monday after you're served. Uh, you know, it just depends. But you, that's well, what you need to wouldn't read. The court date, wouldn't the court date determine No. No. Okay. Don't don't make assumptions. That's easy to do. Don't do that. The most important thing that you can learn to do starting right at this point to be effective is read what you get very carefully. And that we were just talking about that. You just got on the call and we just had a discussion about that a little while before you got on the call tonight. We were talking about that 
specific issue that most people have a tendency to not read the documents that they get from the court or from the other party if you're in a lawsuit. And that is one of the biggest mistakes that people make because they they don't they miss things, they miss deadlines, and they end up getting default judgments and stuff like that. It's extremely critical that you read it over very carefully and then go through and study the beating credit card section in the website and it gives you the procedure on exactly how to deal with this, it gives you example documents. And then uh, what you're going to want to do is after you've done that, Terry has a call on Thursday night. Come on Terry's call. Her call is at 8 o'clock Eastern Time, Thursday night. Yeah, I just emailed her. Okay. You, so you're going to have her call schedule. That's good. Okay. Yeah. So that that way, what questions you have after reading your paperwork and studying in the website for a couple of days, you can come on her call on Thursday night, and we can answer those questions for you. Because without a doubt, you'll probably have a few. We'll try and get you on the right track here. You know, unfortunately, you got on a, a not a not a good track, but we'll try and get you on the. On a, on a good track here and uh, get you moving down the line the direction you need to go to be effective in dealing with it. So what does getting, being, getting, yeah. being now, effective mean? What, what will we succeed? What will we accomplish? Well, the, there's no way to know exactly what you're going to accomplish at this point in time, but we have a lot of people that uh, uh, end up suing. In fact, uh, one of the things that you're going to learn in this process is the best defense is a good offense. In other words, a federal lawsuit against the people that are suing you, the lawyers and the law firm. You create a bargaining chip. Okay. I had a lawyer that sued me uh, over two different things. This is a few years back, early on when we were doing this. was I think this was in 2012. He never got me served. I sued him. I got judgments against him, and he paid me. Wow. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff that we like to do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's it's called turning the tables. You know, two can, yeah, two can play this game. Yeah. Now, you that's know, it's, what I'd love to be a part of. Yeah. Okay. Well, but it's you. You got to understand. It's it's a process. It's learning. You got to understand the legal process, how the courts actually really do operate, and how you can operate properly within them. Because most people, you know, uh, they they don't take the time to learn. You know, the courts have rules. If you don't learn the rules and don't understand how the court operates, then the other side can beat you on procedure. That, that's why I was talking about you need to read the paperwork you got very carefully, and it'll tell you exactly, you know, how long you have to answer and, and what you got to do, so on and so forth. You want to read through the complaint so you understand exactly what it says. Are they... Uh, you know, uh, making a claim under breach of contract or, you know, under this or under that. You know, it, it you just need to be f very familiar with what they're saying. 
and then you're going to learn a lot by going through the information on the website and the meeting credit card section. And again, like I said, there's uh, example documents. There's not templates. We don't we don't like templates. <clears throat> we have example documents because people have to learn that you know when you use a template, people have a tendency to uh, not put information in properly or leave stuff in that shouldn't be there that doesn't apply to your case or something like that. So it's examples. But what you're going to be doing is you're going to be learning about how to properly deal with the legal system and, and this kind of stuff and what you can do going back the other way. Now, I'm not even going to talk about the taking their money section, which you, we'll get to that, you know, maybe after uh, talking to you uh, after Terry's call on Thursday. But right now, your focus needs to be on making sure you thoroughly read your what you got from the process server and what they're suing you for. And then you're going to want to get in the beating credit card section. You're going to learn about a validation letter. And you're going to want to send one of those out. But here again, rather than try and piecemeal all the stuff, you're already a member of the website. Get in there and study, and then you know we can talk more about it on Thursday night. I'll I'll be on Terry's call Thursday night. She'll be there. She can help. John probably be there. John's not with us tonight. Okay. What I know about this uh, debt collector is I've gone up against him before, and uh, he's does a pretty good job of you know, convincing the judge that the bank, mm-hmm. you well, know, the bank has been the right, yeah. Yeah, that's their job. He's just I know the banks job. are evil. I know the banks are evil. Yeah, but that, that, that the court doesn't want to hear that. They don't care about no. it. The banks own the courts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but like I said, the best defense is a good offense. Like like I said, I had a lawyer that sued me twice. Uh, he never got me served, but I sued him in federal court twice, and I got judgments on him, and he paid me. And then the other suits were dismissed. Well, that that stuff happens. I'm living proof of it. <laughs> that's I mean that's just my personal experience, and it well, wasn't one of us too. So you know. Um, we've had people that have been sued for $30,000 and they make the right defense and they file a federal lawsuit against the other side and the end result is the other side drops the lawsuit with prejudice so they can't come back again. <coughs> so the person that got sued for thirty grand walked away and uh, all it cost them was a $400 filing fee and they can't ever come back again for the thirty grand. We've had. Uh, I remember one that, that was just the circumstances on one. We've we've had many, many, many of them through the years. That kind of stuff can happen. It does happen, but you got to understand how to make it happen. Right. It doesn't yeah. Just happen. You got to make it you happen. Got, you got to work the structure. <clears throat> right. Right. You have to understand what what's going on. So, and and you know, nobody likes to get sued in federal court. Believe me, nobody. And when you do that, that becomes a bargaining chip, especially when somebody's coming after you. Just out of curiosity, how much are they suing you for? Um, 3300 I believe. 
Yeah, okay. Well, see, if you got the law firm, that's $1,000 under FDCPA. If you got the lawyer, that's $1,000. So all of a sudden you got them on the hook for a couple thousand bucks for FDCPA violations, and they're only trying to collect 30 3300 from you, and they'd only get a small piece of that pie. All of a sudden you got a you got a big croquet mallet in your hands, and it's bearing down on their forehead. <laughs> you see what I mean? Yeah, I do. But you just you have to you have to learn the process and the procedure, and yeah, understand yeah. the FDCPA. So you're you're heading down an educational road. You're at the right place. You, you joined the 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 right website. You found the calls. So uh, I'm not going to overload you. You got your homework assignment. Read over your complaint and everything. Know it by heart. Understand exactly how much time you've got. When you have to answer. Get in there and study the beating credit card section, and we'll talk to you Thursday night. All right. And your name? I'm Dave. Dave. Just Dave. Yep. Okay. Very good, Dave. I'm Antonio. Okay. Good to have you with us, Antonio. Welcome to the call. Right. Pleasure to be here. Thanks. All right. Us. Now you. Now we do have a call tomorrow night as well. Right. You know, you're gonna you're gonna want some, uh, and that's through Blog Talk Radio tomorrow night. Jesse won't be with us tomorrow night. Uh, he normally is, but he has a speaking engagement tomorrow night. He emailed today and said he wouldn't be able to make it, but uh, we'll be there. But you know, to give you a little more time to study and absorb things and stuff, we can you know talk about your stuff on Thursday with on Terry's call. And Terry's okay. hiding in the background. She's being. I'm quiet. here. I was just <laughs> muted. Uh huh. Hi, Terry. Hi. Yeah, you need to get on my email list to get my call info for Thursday nights. So yeah, he uh, said he sent I, you an email. I just sent you an email. Oh, okay. Antonio. Antonio. I usually send those out on Wednesday. So watch for an email from me on Wednesday and write that information down because. When you're not new anymore, you won't get that. I don't send it out to the entire massive list. Okay. Well, I'm a I'm a writer downer because I got go. I write everything down. That's yeah, the only time I do send mass emails out is after my call on Thursday nights. I send out the link to the recorded call so you can download it or just listen to it again. Very good. All right. Well, welcome to the group. Thank you. Good You're to welcome. be a part of it. All right. Okay. Well, we're going to finish up. Uh, we, uh, I was almost done with it before. We are going to have Terry's call Thursday night. And... If you're not on her email list for some reason, send that email to queensongbird at gmail.com. Just say, please put me on the list, and she'll do that, just like she was just explaining to the gentleman. So uh, we're going to call it a night. It's about quarter of. The uh, uh, S&P futures have bounced around, and they're pretty much just about unchanged tonight. Everybody is really kind of wondering what's going to come out of the summit in Singapore, I think the whole world is uh, very, very interested to see whether uh, something is finally going to occur. 
in in the line of an, an actual uh, peace between North and South Korea after a 50-year truce. It's, it's really, truly quite amazing. And, of course, it took somebody like Donald Trump to force the issue and, and make the stuff happen. And we've had Republican and Democratic presidents through the years that have done squat nothing <clears throat> to try and resolve the matter. And, uh, of course, Trump has been uh, bad-mouthed by people all over the world and, uh, you know, the entire press here. But if, if he can manage to accomplish this, uh, bring some peace to that part of the world and and let the millions of people that are still alive in North Korea start living a somewhat humane life instead of the uh, the life that they've had, that in itself would be a monumental accomplishment for one human being in my book. Dave, did you, did you email me those links already? No, I did not. Oh, okay. I was going to say they didn't come through. No, no, I'm... I'm just kind of glancing around, I'll, I'll dig into that. I, I glance at the board here to make sure that I don't have any other hands up and stuff. But like I say, i got, I got to really work to keep my eyes off the screen because that's been the biggest problem I've had. I've just, you know, I can't put my eyes uh, on the screen 17 hours a day anymore. I just can't. So Anyway. Thanks to everybody for joining us tonight. Thank you, Terry, for joining me. Uh, we had some good discussions tonight. We covered some uh, very good material tonight, helped some people out, and that's why we're here. So uh, tomorrow night, 8 o'clock Eastern Time, Blog Talk Radio. You'll hear my voice unless maybe I get run over by a Mack truck or something in the meantime. So have a great evening, everybody. Good night. Good night. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.